Welcome to Mommy's on a Call, your sacred space to laugh, learn, and feel like a real grown-up human for a hot minute. I'm Stephanie Uchima Carney, a mom of three little ones, serial entrepreneur, business strategist, and integrative health coach just trying to get through the day one cold cup of coffee at a time. Don't you wish you could have more fun, build healthier lifestyle habits, and make more aligned choices so you can feel more balanced, happier, and more present every day? My mission is to uncover the daily rituals, life lessons, real life tactics, and favorite tools to inspire and empower you to get the most out of your life because I believe it is possible to thrive in motherhood, business, and life. So grab your headphones, tell your kids you're on the potty, and tune in weekly for some laughs, knowledge bombs, and plenty of real talk. Welcome to the Mommy Pod. Welcome back to Mommy's on a Call. Today is the last day of June. I cannot believe that six months of this year are already in the books. I always like to take this point in time when it's kind of the beginning of summer and halfway through the year to look back and reflect how the first six months of 2023 or whatever year it is has gone. I used to do this every single year in my business and now I've started to implement this into my actual life and overall on reflecting back not just how say my business is going but also of all the personal things I wanted to do. And so I wanted to take this moment on a Friday to just reflect back on the last six months and to help you also look at your last six months and how you can analyze it moving forward. So for those of you who are familiar with my style, I'm really big on what's called feedback loops. Basically asking yourself five major questions. One, what worked? Two, what didn't work? Three, what to continue doing? Four, what to stop doing? And five, looking at why these things did or didn't work and the effects because if you don't have the awareness of where you are, it's really hard to figure out how to even move forward. This is something that I always did in my business, but then as I said, I started applying to my life. I also started to use what I call the stop method in my day-to-day life when things start to feel a little bit out of control or stressful, which means stop, T, take a breath, O, observe, and P, proceed. So mixing in my feedback loops with the stop method, today's episode is going to walk through my mid-year review and how you can also apply this to your life. So a little bit of background. In January, I made my word of the year intention. I wanted to make sure everything I was doing, everything I was saying yes to was intentional and resonated within my gut. I also had a list of things I wanted to cultivate. You can go back to episode 130 to see those 10 things. Some examples were more creativity, joy, play in my life, deepening my meditation and spiritual practices, focusing more on intuition versus textbook strategy, and also putting my own values first in my own business and life. So what I'm gonna do is go through the first couple things in my feedback loops, and so you can see examples on how you can apply that to your own feedback loops. Question number one, what worked? So there are three things that worked for me. One having a consistent daily meditation practice. I even went a little deeper and I took the time out of my June to go on Deepak Chopra's retreat to Hawaii. It was five days where I was able to dive deeper into meditation, sutras, Ayurveda, and spirituality. And it's something I really needed to help ground me and to really improve on the practices that I had set out in the beginning of the year intentionally to build. Every day I do at least a 20 minute 
minute meditation practice in the morning and I try and do that again in the afternoon. But 40 minutes out of your day for a mom, I know is a little bit crazy. I'm really, really trying to at least get one 20 minute session in every single day. And that has dramatically changed my day-to-day life, which I will go into in a little bit. Secondly, I started the artist way process just a few weeks ago because one of my best friends, Danielle, decided to put together an artist way group. If you don't know what it is, it's a book by Julia Cameron called The Artist Way, and it's all about how to reignite your creativity. I felt that this year and actually the last few years, my creativity has really failed me and plummeted. And I didn't realize that was part of my own kind of circle of life and things that I really need to make me whole, that it was important to me. So focusing on my creativity was one of the things I wanted to cultivate. By doing the artist's way, I've been really diving deep into that. And that also, though, requires me to journal every day and do morning pages, which has been kind of hard to do because finding the time to do that along with my meditation practice. But I found that that was super important to me. And so I've been trying to carve out time in my day, whether it's when I first wake up or whether it's in the middle of the day when my kids are at camp, to actually implement these. And third, trusting my intuition and putting my values first and saying no to more. I think what has worked is holding my boundaries. Every time I'm presented with a situation, whether it's a volunteer one or whether it's an event to do, I've been really putting those thoughts in my head of like, does my gut say yes or no? Is this aligned with my values? Do I have the time and capacity for it? Is it something I actually want to do? And if any of those pull up a red flag, then I definitely say no. I have said no. I've backed out of a lot of things this year. It's not being selfish, but it's really holding those boundaries true for me. So those are three things that worked. What didn't work? Here are my top three things that didn't work in the first six months of the year. The first one was a giant health scare that I had. No matter how much I planned and everything, in March, I went for my routine scans in order to check my ovaries, since if you go back to previous episodes, I lost an ovary last year due to ovarian tumors, which is a totally different story. You can head back to those episodes to hear about that. But so I decided to do a CT scan because I was having random cramps in my abdomen. And it ended up showing that I had a telescoping intestine in my small intestines. It's where like literally my intestine was like folding upon itself and like telescoping back and forth. It's called an intussusception. But because of that, I had to have my third laparoscopic abdominal surgery in the last two years, which really put a halt on a lot of things and put me out of commission. It also, though, gave me a nice little wake up moment again to really look back and reassess what is going on in my own health, in my own life, my stress levels, everything like that, and put a halt to it all so that I could really stop myself and figure out what is going on. The second thing that didn't work is starting off the year, I had all these ambitious business goals, but my heart really wasn't in it. I was really unsure on what I wanted to do moving forward. And so I ended up putting the business on the back burner unintentionally, including this podcast. And I just kind of started to make excuses why I couldn't do things or didn't put much effort into it. And I really barely published or recorded anything new on this podcast this year. And a lot of it had to do with one, not knowing exactly the direction I wanted to take and sort of just like trying to build upon what I had been doing because I thought that's what I should be doing. And two was really the health situation that I had really put a stop to things because obviously I didn't plan for that. And so I hadn't put in a contingency plan. 
The last thing that didn't work was clearing all the clutter, but I'm really working on that and creating more structure and organization in my household and my schedule. But like the physical clutter has gotten to the point where it's really affecting the mental state of, I think, my entire household. So that is something that I really need to work on. And I will dive into that a little bit later because I think that is one of the big blocks that I was having is really letting go of physical things, which is a metaphor for letting go of actual things in my life and emotions and just situations and mental health. So I'm not gonna go through the remaining three steps, but you get the idea. Take the time to go through those five questions to reflect on the last six months in each aspects of your life. You can do this for your business, your household, even your relationships. Just apply those to really assess. So you know where you're one, where your current status is, if you took a snapshot of today, but also it'll give you perspective on how to move forward and things that you, you know, you want to continue or you want to stop. I think the biggest takeaway for me on all of this was bringing up the question, should I just burn it all down and start afresh? Or is there a way I can salvage everything? And my final decision was to first stop and assess how to proceed. I think a lot of how I came to this decision though was through meditation, my morning pages journaling, and really taking a break to do things that brought me joy and happiness. I started to prioritize things that I valued and prioritize things that made me happy, which I know sounds all like cheery and cheesy and whatnot, but it's really why I took a break away from this podcast. It's not that this podcast doesn't bring me joy. It really does, but it felt like more of a task on my weekly schedule and I felt the pressure to do it just to do it versus really putting my own like love and passion through this, which I want to. If I'm taking minutes out of your day, I want to make sure that it's valuable. And so I decided to stop and really assess. And then it dawned on me in a really random, weird way. I was on a call the other day for a board that I sit on. And the topic we were discussing made me think about my current kind of business structure. Say you have a house that is totally falling apart. You keep making repairs and patches, even though it doesn't look great, but the fixes aren't really addressing the root problem. They're not really fixing anything. They're just kind of putting patches. I mean, that could be to your health too. You're just medicating the symptoms. You're just putting patches on the symptoms, but you're not actually addressing the root of the problem. And a lot of times it's because the root of the problem is too expensive, too time consuming, or too XYZ, insert other excuse here, but you don't even know if the foundation is going to support the repairs, if the root of all of these issues is really solid. So really, you're just kind of making these like quick fixes in order to get yourself through. But in the end, it leaves a ton of deferred maintenance and the cost of the repairs in the long term is even worse than the sum of everything if you just stop today to fix it all. So it brought up the question, do you keep making small repairs or Do you let it go until desolation or do you tear it all down and start over? And the thought of tearing it all down is terrifying to most people, but sometimes the investment needs to fix it from the core are so big that it's almost easier to just burn it all down, let go completely and start afresh, even if it's scary. I know the excuses start to pour in, but we spent all this money already fixing the windows or the plumbing or some of the doors. Can we salvage this X, Y, Z? But that sometimes in the end just becomes a bigger headache. I know 
I've gone through that with remodels in my own house where we decide, oh, we're just gonna leave that shower and deal with it later. But then the hassle, the cost, and the time of fixing it later ends up being worse than if we just did it in the beginning. This is what started running through my own head about my own business. And I spent all of this time building a business, building a website, running my social media, taking all these courses, investing in coaches, etc. Do I burn it all down? I mean, does that make sense? But yet my gut is telling me it's necessary that I need to just start afresh, burn it all down, figuratively speaking, not actually burning it down, obviously, really just like starting anew. In 2020, I ended my event planning company after having Zoe, my third child, and I also stopped doing business consulting. Instead of starting afresh with this new wellness business that I'm doing, I just used all my old assets. I changed the copy, I kept all the colors and the branding, I kept my corporation, et cetera. I just really changed all the names and everything. And I didn't really look at, did this fit the business at all? Over the last few years, nothing started to make sense. I didn't like my branding anymore because it didn't really fit the direction of wellness I wanted to go. My Instagram went from being all about weddings and events to now all over the place, a mix of personal, a mix of like travel, a mix of wellness. And I'm also managing three accounts. So that was all a mess. And honestly, and I do not like to use this word, but I hate my website. I literally, every time I open it, it like, actually brings out a visceral like ugh in it that I almost want to just put a pause and stop it but I know it just needs to be there and it's a placeholder for now but I kept just making small tweaks to the copy and fixing it because I felt like I invested so much money in it and so much effort that I need to just like keep it but it started to remind me of how like I have issues throwing away things and like clutter. I'll buy something maybe expensive and then not wear it, but I won't give it away because like, oh my goodness, I spent so much on that. I guess that's for another day. But that goes back to my idea of decluttering and how sometimes physical things are actually a manifestation of something bigger and issues that you have like internally. So that's something that I'm working on is like figuring out the reason why I hold on to things and like that emotional tie that I have. Like what are those stories? So, but that's for a different day. Anyway, and then there's this podcast. The foundation of it is good, but the interviews aren't really the direction I wanna take anymore. But I keep having interviews because of the fear of quote, burning it all down and starting over again. So bottom line, in the end, after going through all of these feedback loops and stopping, I realized that I need to take everything down one pillar at a time. And so starting afresh one by one, not all at once, but I will do it one by one. So over the next six months, I plan to rebuild the way I want my new wellness business to look like. I want to take more time to finish up my certifications in meditation and Ayurveda. I want to spend this summer with my kids and just have fun. My middle daughter's going into kindergarten and I realized like, wow, two of my kids are gonna be in elementary school now and my three-year-old will be in preschool almost full time and I'm not gonna have very many more summers with them. I wanna just take the time to do spontaneous things like go to the pool or go on a quick weekend trip or run to the beach. That's one of my things. And lastly is to publish more solo episodes like this or on wellness and mindfulness. So like my Mindful Mondays that I had the idea of doing. 
I realized like I want to share more of my own life, my own story, and the things that I have learned as a mom in wellness and mindfulness that have really helped me. I've found so much balance from within and calm over the last six months. I mean, even my Apple Watch the other day told me that my resting heart rate is down significantly, apparently. But that is because of all of my wellness practices that I have been consistent on every single day that have really helped. And I want the same for all of you. I want all of you to feel the calm in your life. I want to feel that you can thrive in all areas. That is my goal and my mission, and that's always been the mission of this podcast. So this summer, I plan to take a little break on certain aspects to reassess what is working and what is not, and I invite you to also take a break this summer. Reassess what is or what is not working for you. Reignite what lights you up and recharge yourself for the next half of 2023, because I know, Mama, you can do it. I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mommy's on a Call. Your support means the absolute world to me. You can find the show notes for this episode and other goodies over at mommiesonacall.com. And if you enjoyed this episode or have gotten value from the podcast, I would be so grateful if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review so that we can reach and empower more moms all over the world together. Thank you so much again, Mommy Pod, and I will see you here next time.